0: that on a Tuesday night, I think it's Tuesday, yes, Tuesday, What's do? you know, we've been a long week already, right? <laughs> As I said, my name is Jeff here, I'm glad you tuned in with us tonight, now this will be a podcast only. So if you're looking for this on the blog site, it will not be appearing. I want to get something out. Uh, i got the busy week, so I thought, oh, well, I want to get something out there. So I thought it was on the uh, podcast tonight. So with my producer, the great Russ Omar.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so
0: we're at the time of the year, the fall, mid-fall, mid-autumn, I should say, where we have a lot of sports going on. There's a lot of football and basketball starting up the NBA and uh, Hockey, of course, and and baseball playoffs and into the World Series coming up soon. A lot is said about officiating, about the referees and the jobs that they do throughout the the course of these games. And uh, some are good and some are bad. But, uh, you know, it's just one of those things that continually is brought up that uh, these officials sometimes uh, leave something to be desired. As many of you know, I officiated for many, many years, uh, around 25 years in football, baseball, basketball. It's wrestling for a while. And it's something I really enjoyed. I can't do it now. I got old and, <laughs> you know, when you get old, you just can't do it. Your eyes go and I am uh, lost some vision in my left eye and I can't see that well out of there. So it was time to hang it up and uh, I, I I, miss it. I, I miss it about every day. Every time I watch a ball game, I, I kind of wish I was out there. But anyway, <clears throat> excuse me, tonight I want to talk about the worst official that I ever worked with. And This was kind of my fault. So I want to bring this up. It's a it's a story just to tell you how sometimes things get away from you. Now, when you're an official, and especially when you're doing like uh, high school and college and whatnot, you always kind of make a mental note of every guy you've ever officiated with. That way, if you ever need them again, or if you ever need an official or work with them somewhere, you know who they are and what they can do and how good they are. So, and you really, you do do this. You you just remember if you're working with some guy, who he is and where he's from and, and uh, what kind of job he did for you, and if he knows his positioning and that kind of stuff. So a few years ago a few years oh boy i'm going back here probably 20 years ago now uh i i was uh, i worked with a guy his name was joe and i thought he was a pretty good official he was in the position made the right calls knew what the, what the calls were which is a big thing you know you always see the in a football game officials get in the middle and they talk or they're discussing what the call was what they saw what, uh, what yard line had happened who did it and how they had to administer it a lot of guys forget that stuff. They come up, uh, I don't know, who it, what did I call You know, and it's kind of tough when you're standing in front of a crowd of people and you're trying to figure out what happened. So you always like it when a guy comes up and says, hey, I had holding on number 25. He grabbed the guy in the shirt, it's at the 43-yard line, and, and you move it out, right? And that's what you're what you're looking for. And when I would worked with this fellow, he did a pretty good job with that. So I would worked with him a couple times. I, you know, I needed him, and I, like I said, I remembered his name, and I called him a few times, and he worked some games with me, and I thought he always did a pretty decent job. Well, one year, getting ready to start the season, and my umpire had something come up where he got transferred for his job and, and had to move, and uh, and that was that. I lost an umpire. So we have a season going on, and I'm one man short. We have five-man crews, and I'm down to four, and i got to find an umpire. And uh, we're a week or two from our first game, so I'm on the phone trying to call everybody, and I can't reach anybody. And I finally get a hold of someone, and they say, hey, do you know Joe? I say, yeah, I know Joe. I worked with him a couple times. They say, hey, he's looking for a crew. Maybe he'll help you. So I call this guy. I said, hey, Joe, it's Jeff. Uh, and I'm looking for an umpire. Do you want to, want to work with me this year? And he said, yeah, I'd love to. I said, okay, now you've umpired before. Now, in a football officiating crew, umpire is the guy who stands behind the defense. It is a very physical job. You get hit a lot. You've got to fight with big guys. You're always in the middle of stuff that's going on in the line of scrimmage. It's not a fun job. But I did it for a lot of years, and I was also a white hat crew chief for a lot of years. So it's one of those positions that uh, takes a special breed to do it, and a lot of guys just don't want to do it. And so when I asked him if he wanted to, I said, do you want to do this position? He said, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. I have no problem at all. I said, okay, well, if you have, uh, you know, the wherewithal to do it, I'll, I'll push you in there. I said, okay. So the first game was coming up, and ordinarily what you do is a lot of times you try to ride together just so you can talk about the game beforehand and guys don't know where to go and all that kind of stuff, and you, know, you usually meet at places and whatnot. Well, the first game was close to his hometown. So I said, hey, tell you what, we'll just meet you at your, at, you know, at your, your, your place in your hometown and we'll meet you at 345. The game started at 515. We did a double header. We we're doing a JV game first and the varsity game second. I said, so we will meet you at 345 at this restaurant or wherever it was we we're going to meet. And he said, okay, no problem. Well at 215 he calls me and he says hey are you coming? I said, yeah, we said three forty five. It's two fifteen. Oh I didn't realize the guy couldn't tell time. Two thirty he calls where you at I said we said three forty five. Oh okay. And this guy must call five or six times. Okay. Finally, I said, Joe, I'm not telling you again. We are going to be at the restaurant at 345. Be there. Okay. Okay. I got it. I got it. At 340, five minutes early. We are driving down the street to get to this restaurant. And he's walking down the street, just walking with his gear in his hand, walking. <laughs> we pull a car. Hey, what are you doing? I'm going to the game. Well, how are you getting there? Well, I was going to walk. Why were you going to walk? Well, I didn't know where you guys were. What time is it? He says, well, it's 3.40. What time were we going to meet? 3.45. So why are you walking? What's the matter with you? Well, you told me not to call you. I told you not to call me because I got tired of telling you what time we're picking you up, but get in the car. So we go to this game. We get over there, and he goes out and proceeds to do a terrible JV game. JV game is first, varsity game second. And I'm, I'm just, this is the first game of the year, and this guy's awful. So I'm thinking, well, he's got first game jitters, new crew, doesn't know all the guys, maybe just not familiar with what we're doing. But, man, you know, we'll we'll work with it and see what we got. We get in the locker room after the between games, and we're discussing it. Hey, man, you know, calm down. You know, opening day game jitters, let's just go out and do the game. So we go out to do the second game, the varsity game now. 7.30 start, and it's like, you know, 6.45, 7 o'clock right now. We're walking out there about a half an hour early to get everything situated and there's a big crowd places packed all right and we get security to get us on the field which is very common you have that happen a lot because you know some of the smaller towns they got all so many people there they'll just use a security guard to get you through and security guard knocks on the door someone take you down there so there's a whole ton of people all over the place and as we're walking in the field i hear this guy praying behind me dear lord help us make the right calls tonight turn us what are you doing Well, i'm praying not in front of people well you know no that we don't want them to think we're an idiot we don't want them to think we have no idea what we're doing get out there and do the game knock it off don't do this you're, you're embarrassing yourself and you're embarrassing us you may look like we have no idea what we're doing well i just want to pray well then pray by yourself somewhere do in the locker room do whatever but don't do it in front of the whole crowded stadium all right all right well we go down there and he proceeds just to do a terrible job i mean I'll call a penalty. Throw it. Uh, I was the crew chief. I'd point one way. He'd march the other. You know, I'd say this is a, it's five yards from that spot. He would march ten yards from the other spot. And we had a terrible time with him. The game was just awful. After we dropped him back off on the way home, my other guys were telling, talking to me. The whole crew said, "Man, we might have to make a choice change here. This guy was terrible." So yeah, you're right. He was. The whole season we had just situations like this. I got. We went to one place one night where. He signaled touchdown, and the guy was at the three-yard line. I walked over and said, what do you got? Touchdown. No, you don't. He's, there's the end zone. It's three yards there. He's at the three. Oh, I thought he was in. No, he's right there. Why would you? So then I had to go over and explain to the coach. Hey, yeah, coach, we didn't have touchdown. He actually had him down at the three. Yeah, but your guy signaled touchdown. I know, and the guy's you know, I don't know what his problem is, but no. Another place we worked as I was walking off the field, the athletic director said, you know, that man's been banned from here. He can, he's never been allowed to come back here. So I wasn't aware of that. I am sorry. He said, well, I get it. There's an official shortage, but uh, do me a favor, Nick. If you're coming back here the rest of the year, do not bring him with you." Okay. That was after he called like nine penalties in the first half of a game, and I picked every one of them up. I said, you know, you've got to learn the rule book. That is not a penalty. You know, you can't call that all night long. I so I would have picked up nine of them. I'm not picking another one up, but you do it again, I'm going to fire you on the spot. Well, he used to always come across, and every time you get mad at him, he'd always say, you know, well, you're hurting my feelings. You're hurting my feelings. 60-year-old man saying, you're hurting my feelings. Finally, I got mad at him one night in the locker room, and I said, look, are you a seventh grade, girl, or are you a 60-year-old man? I'm a 60-year-old man. You ever say one more time that you, your feelings are hurt? I'm going to run you out of here, okay? I'm not having it. We're trying to do a football game. We're trying to do it the right way. You're making awful calls. And every time we call you on it, all you say is, you're hurting my feelings. I don't care. Either do better or go home. And then, you know, he's looking like he's going to cry. And he told the other guys in the crew, Jeff hurt my feelings. And they all said, hey, we agree with him. <laughs> so anyway, the season wears along, and we are having all sorts of trouble. So we get down towards the end of the season, and, and I'm getting calls of complaints, and, and we're just having our our hands full. I swapped out a couple of games and got a couple lower-level games, you know, varsity games that were just lesser teams. Just, hey, you guys want a better game? Hey, I can't go out there with this guy. Just doing everything I could just to try to get through the season. and. We got down to two games to go the last game was a town right next to his hometown like five miles away and he said hey guys i want to buy the pizza for the last game of the year after the after games usually stop for pizza and, and, and whatnot before I'm on the way home well nobody wanted to hang with him so we said no, no 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 i insist i insist i really want to buy the pizza after the last game so please can we go to the pizza place in my hometown i'll, I'll take care of everything all right all right all right just shut the guy up you want to do that for the last game Second to last game of the year, we're out, and we had a situation where we called a five-yard penalty on a team. So I said, five yards in the spot. And the press box announcer says it is first and 15, right, after the five-yard penalty. Threw another flag for another five-yard penalty. I said, okay, it'd be five yards in that spot. It'll be first and 20, two five-yard penalties. He only marched four yards. And so the press box announcer said, okay, we got first and 19. Stop the clock. You know that's two five yard penalties yeah i marched it off right no you didn't you only marched nine What's five and five Well, it's ten how many yards did you mark take off well, i took off nine well then you didn't do it right give it you know do it right so we get it spotted finally after the press box announcer called us out made us look like fools and uh now we're having all sorts of problems i mean i'm just trying to get through the season now i mean i'm just really beyond myself and uh, we go in at halftime and everyone's mad at each other no one's looking at each other no one's talking this embarrassment was just almost too much and we had a season like this and he didn't come in with us so we're sitting there so where's joe and we looked out and the halftime band was marching on the field when joe was over there marching off yardage so i called security guards we go get him bring him in please security guard brought him in so what are you doing he said well i was out practicing practicing what practicing marching off yardage Really? How hard is it to march five yards from the spot? We tell you where it's at and we point to where you're going. You follow him. It, it, it's a very simple proposition here. What are you doing? Well, I was just practicing because I don't want to make the mistake again. You don't practice with the band out there in front of a full house. What's the matter with you? So I made a decision early on, but I had to wait. I couldn't find anybody all season long. I'm trying to call, try to get other officials. I can't get anybody, and I'm stuck with this guy. Everybody in town knows it. I'd call up somebody and say, "Yeah, I know. We know what you're calling." I can't. I'm working games, or I'm on a crew, and, and you can't find anybody. So I made a decision that I was going to fire him after the last game, and he was going to buy pizza for everybody. And I said, "Well, I'll probably call him the next morning and let him go." Well, my buddy Omar, same Omar here. <laughs> Was a kid's tournament, a kid's football tournament that he needed some officials for. And Joe had signed up to work these games and they paid him, I don't know, 30 bucks a game or whatever it is to work fourth grade football games. And Omar had asked me, so what if you do, can you fire him after I'm done with him on Sunday? He's going to work four games for me Saturday, four games for a Sunday. And then after that, you can let him go. But if you, if you do it early, he won't show up. And then I'm short an official and I don't want to be short an official for this tournament. I said, OK, no problem. I'll wait so we get to that last friday night game and we were buying pizza we get to the pizza place that he just demanded we go to that he was paying for it well he doesn't show so we're sitting in there order pizza and we don't know where he's at we figure he's showing up i can't reach him on his cell phone and well, i don't know we don't know what's going on and we all kind of think well we don't really want him around anyway and uh the waitress walks over and says, you guys looking for joe so yeah well he just came in and gave us twenty dollars and said cover the pizza well, how much is the pizza going to run? Oh, you guys got two big ones and some pop and some other things. So it's going to run you, you know, some wings. It's probably going to run you 50. Well, that's fine. We'll pay for it. You know, you know, <laughs> keep the 20 as a tip. We'll make it ourselves. We don't want any more to do with this guy. And so, you know, after demanding that he was going to buy us pizza, he didn't even buy us a pizza. But anyway, so <clears throat> that Saturday comes up, Omar uses him and Omar calls me that night and he says, Hey, he says, this guy's running around telling everybody that, uh, you know that he thinks you're going to fire him that's why i'm going to fire him he says okay well he's also telling everybody that <clears throat> if you were going to make a decision he wants you to make a decision right away I Said, okay i'll call him now omar said no wait till the game He, called, he said, i will call you when he's off the field sunday afternoon it's perfect he goes and works the four game sunday the fourth grade football game Omar where i was sitting up and omar calls me and says now he's telling everybody that uh he wants you to make a decision right away. And I said, okay, I'll call him right now. you, you done with it? Yep, I am. Okay, thanks. Click. Pick up. Joe, hey, uh, this is Jeff. We're going to make a decision. We're going to go a different way next year. Thanks for your help this year. Appreciate it. Uh, best, best of luck to you. And uh, hope you can get on with the crew that, uh, that you know that you work with. Thanks. Bye. Click. Then he goes to Omar and says, Jeff hurt my feelings. Why didn't he wait to, to think about it a little bit more? <laughs> Omar just kind of rolls his eyes and says, you know, no, get away from this. But anyway, that was the worst, uh, the worst official I've ever been around, like I said. I mean, flags that we had to pick up all the time and, and you know, being banned from half the schools, you know, from a couple schools we'd gone to and, and sticking us up for the pizza. I mean, come on, man. Who does that? Anyway, I lost track of him. Thankfully, he never spoke to me again, which, again, I didn't care. By that point, I was done with him. I mean, he bears me enough. Anyway, thank you for tuning in to Did you hear that. My name is Jeff Hare. Hope the rest of your week goes well. Like I said, it's been a long one already, and got a couple more days uh, uh, before we even see Friday, so who knows what's going to end up to me. But uh, anyway. Thanks. We will talk soon on behalf of my good friend and producer, the great Russ Omar. Jeff Hare, thank you. Good night.